0: Ignition sequence start, Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. all engines running, off. we have a off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Orbital Takes. Today is Wednesday, September 28th. Today's episode is brought to you by Space Flight Hub and Space with Spo. the only space accounts you need to be following on the internet. We got a quick episode for you today. We're going to be recapping the DART mission, and then we're going to go into everybody's favorite segment, the launch and scrub of the week. First off, let me just say congratulations to everybody at NASA, everybody at JPL, everybody on the DART team. Pat, we did it. We smacked the shit out of that asteroid last night. How you doing? How you been? And give me your immediate thoughts. It was a it was an awesome mission. Although you
1: said JPL, it's actually APL, oh. uh, Johns Hopkins University Applied Physics Lab. Okay, it's different okay. than JPL at Caltech. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, important yeah. distinction that yep. uh, they would call you out on. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to do any such thing. That's but- a beer. That's
0: a beer for me. Yeah. So everybody watched that on the live stream. I hope last night, and so it was going four thousand miles per second into Mm -hmm. that asteroid which i didn't know was moving that fast it was a little delayed like it was kind of scratchy going into it but i didn't expect like a full live stream i mean it's pretty far away right but like you got to see the ejecta come out i mean then you just see the camera goes dead and then everybody just starts freaking out at nasa like cheering and everything it was pretty cool yeah it was pretty
1: cool like you i didn't realize we were going to see like a a a, a live stream of it which when you think about it, of course, we were going to see some kind of a live stream. It's not like they're, you know, beyond the orbit of Mars where it takes, you know, minutes and minutes and minutes to get back. But uh, yeah, it was it was a really cool thing to watch live, for sure.
0: When I was watching the press briefing after the DART mission, so right now, we don't even have the data yet. It's going to take like a month, they said. Like, everybody's asking right. questions today. Like, so did it work? You know, where, where's this asteroid now? Is it still on of course? It takes a little bit of time to get that data. But The interesting thing is that if we were there right now hovering over the asteroid, apparently you would still see some of the ejecta like floating because of the gravity of this thing, right? And because the gravity is so low, it takes a long time for these things to fall back if they do. So I just think that's crazy how right now, if you're just hovering over it, you're still seeing that impact. And I think the impact is something about like 10 to 20 meters deep. I mean, that's pretty deep for an asteroid.
1: You know, we've talked before how weird asteroids are. I think before we would have expected a, a normal sized crater. But mm-hmm. as we've learned from the Hayabusa mission from the Osiris Rex mission, uh, over the last couple of years, these things are really just, they're not solid bodies. They're not mm-hmm. solid surfaces. They're, you know, uh, gravel that's jumbled together by gravity basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it was cool to see the various telescopes catch the ejecta like, There was the Atlas telescope. There was, I saw recently, just a few minutes ago, the JWST caught it as well. Uh It's, uh, and then the Lycia Cube, which is basically like a little GoPro CubeSat type of thing that was following along. To capture the the immediate moments pre uh proceeding the the impact so like you said we still have a ton of data to get down and we're not going to know for a long time if it actually worked or not um well i should say like it worked, we we impacted the asteroid so the mission is a success no matter how you look at it yeah Uh, it's just how much was it affected uh, that remains to be seen. Yeah,
0: I mean, this was a, ma- you're right. This was a massive win. I mean, data aside, we didn't know what to expect. We've never seen this asteroid with our own two eyes, right? I mean, like, right. so we actually physically saw it now. I mean, we definitely crashed into it like a hundred percent. It's yeah. just a matter of like what happens now, right? I mean, bravo to all the news outlets. I thought they did a great job yesterday. Apple sent out a notification to all iPhones, which uh, on like their news uh, like the news app that they have on the Apple phones, you had things like uh, TMZ posting it. You had No Jumper, which had the whole, which has the whole hip-hop industry, right? I mean, I thought the internet did a great job. I got a ton of texts about this. I mean, it just seems like with the Jupiter news and with this, this has been like such a big space week so far. It's been so fun, and people don't even realize it. With like the hurricane happening and everything down in Florida, like, like you know, we're relying on satellites. Like, this might be one of the biggest space weeks of the year. Uh, absolutely no
1: doubt when our space nerd news makes it into the mainstream you know that it's a big deal and i think everybody can get behind this mission right it's you know we can debate all we want whether or not we should go to mars whether or not we should return to the moon Uh, obviously i think that we should do both those things there's going to be people who disagree with me on that but i think everyone can agree on we should definitely protect our planet if we can. And yeah. this is a step in the right direction to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. So that leads me to my next question. Should we as earthlings rest easier now knowing that we do have the first planetary defense mission out already, right? Like that we've already done one of them. I think we can sleep a little easier. I think
1: there's still a ton left to be uh, <laughs> uh, learned. And uh, I think they've only, really discovered i think like 85 to 90 percent of the potential planet um not planet killers that i think that they have identified all of those but the you know city-sized asteroids that would still cause a huge um impact (laughs) no pun intended uh, (laughs) a a huge uh uh, problem for us that there's still a lot of those left to be discovered so i think you know we talked about last week, the Neo Surveyor mission that has now written, been written into law. Mm-hmm. Let's now follow up this great planetary mission with a uh, planetary defense mission with a great second planetary defense mission yeah. and just keep building upon
0: that. Yeah. And I want them all to be called, well, even though they can't be called DART anymore, right? Because they're not all going to be double asteroid right. reaction tests, right. like, you know what I mean? But I mean, DART is just the perfect name. It really is. I love the yeah. I love the DART name. In the in the world of
1: of space and NASA, uh, horrible acronyms. This one, this oh, one slaps.
0: Goaded. yeah, yeah, yeah. Top yeah. of the line there. Yeah. So my thought on this is no. I feel like we still should sleep with one eye open. I mean, I thought the the meme that's going around where it's like this one's for the dinosaurs i think yeah. that's kind of funny because it's like this is a small ass baby asteroid that we hit into like the, you know what i mean we're not like avenging the dinosaurs with this fucking hit yeah. with dark yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like yeah the real dinosaur killer isn't going to give a shit about like a small vending machine size spaceship right. like dark you know what i mean but yeah. this is a step in the right direction i just think that you know people this is People got to keep their eyes open. All right. You know what I mean? Sleep with your eyes. open. we're on a planet in the middle of a solar system in the shooting gallery of space rocks. I don't even think that we're fully aware of what's coming towards us. Like right now, this moment, somewhere in space and time, there is a dinosaur killer that's heading straight towards our planet and we're unaware of it. Right. I mean, is that a fact or is that a fact? Oh, I think that's a fact for sure. Yeah. That's a crazy way to think about it, right? It's kind yeah. of scary. Like right yeah. now, there's a massive space rock flying straight fucking towards us. Like that's fucking wild. We probably yeah. won't be here for it, but you know, one of our kids might be.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, like you said,
1: we we may not know about it yet because these things are darker than charcoal in some oh, yeah. instances, trying to see that against the background, the black oh. background of space. Yeah. Um, And try to, try to then impact it as it's going, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles per hour. Um, I think they they said you know it'd be similar a planet killer anyway would be similar to you know a fly flying into an elephant you know like what's the uh, what's Dart gonna do if you try to fly into the thing that killed the dinosaurs like literally nothing
0: yeah that's a great point point. and also the way that these asteroids look they look really similar right like didn't this asteroid look very similar to Bennu when we when we uh, saw Bennu when we touched that asteroid uh with osiris rex like they looked like the same fucking thing they all Mm. look like these like weird rocks that are just like flimsy up there i don't even know how to explain it
1: yeah and it looks very similar to the hayabusa asteroid or yugu um i think that you know we we have these increasingly capable cameras on these probes and now we're starting to see that like i said earlier these are not solid surfaces they're jumbled together mm-hmm. uh just yeah. barely barely coalescing in some instances and you would fall right through the surface if you were a human in, in some of those instances that's so crazy yeah, yeah. these, rocks, these rocks weird are nuts. About.
0: yeah yeah and i can't wait till we just uh start mining these things and then you know we'll have the 4k cameras you know pulling up gold from these fucking things it's going to be yeah. crazy. Uh, so I wanted to ask you this, too. I mean, besides the SLS, has NASA just been on a roll lately? I mean, think about it. The JWST, flawless mission. DART, mm-hmm. so far, flawless mm-hmm. mission. The Perseverance rover, so far, so good, flawless. You know, you had a couple bugs here and there. But, like, has NASA really been on a roll? And do you think that we're giving them too hard of a time with, like, fucking up the whole SLS so far or what? They are on a on a hell of a roll, right? Right.
1: They've been on a hell of a roll since the 1960s. <laughs> yeah. uh, the successes far outweigh the failures in my opinion. Um, yeah sure we can pick apart SLS all we want yeah. Um, but you know that's why NASA you know wants to get out of the out of the building a rocket business they want to outsource that you know uh, mm-hmm. that's the plan eventually yeah. uh, and to buy services. So you know we're seeing the the final maybe perhaps the final rocket that NASA is going to be building there. Uh, and let NASA focus on what it you know it's bread and butter it, missions like this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, missions like the Perseverance rover, the Curiosity rover, yep. the Insight lander that has lasted way longer. Uh, you honest. think about the uh, a Spirit and Opportunity that lasted you know in some cases more than a decade longer than what it was meant to. The Voyager spacecraft have lasted forty five years. <laughs> that so, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, let's let's leave the rocket building to Elon and Jeff. Yeah. And let's have NASA focus
0: on the more specialized stuff. Yeah, and all these missions—they give like a lifespan for the mission, and then they always add like five, 10 years to. Like right. Yeah. 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 It's almost comical how we're like, oh yeah,
1: this is only designed to last one Martian year. Uh, and it's like if it only lasted one Martian year, like I think everybody would think it was a failure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a great point. All right. So that leads me to launch and scrub of the week, Pat. Why don't you kick us off with your scrub of the week? I feel like this is very relatable to what we just spoke about yeah definitely
1: so my scrub of the week is artemis one uh pushing back to it's looking like november and it's because of hurricane ian damn you hurricane ian i mean you literally you bastard yeah yeah really screwing up our plans because it appeared that nasa was finding its groove and fixing the problems with Mm -hmm. the sls um only to have hurricane ian Uh, rolling through this week and then shortly thereafter i think there's another couple possibilities so you know uh you know there's a chance that that those tropical storms dissipate and we there's a there is a launch window in october Mm -hmm. but in all likelihood it's we're looking at late november
0: yeah i mean the hurricane is so massive that's about to hit florida i don't even feel comfortable that this rocket is going to be safe inside the vehicle assembly building like that's how bad this that's a great point dude Yeah Like uh, this is such a fucking I mean The the smallest thing That goes wrong with this rocket Can set it back so long I mean They need to Almost build two buildings Around the vehicle assembly building That is a great point I wonder how
1: Hurricane tested The VAB is I feel like Since it was built in the 60s There's been enough hurricanes That have Blown through Florida That Mm. it's withstood Uh, Now I don't know if it's ever Withstood a direct hit or not Um, I just uh, I don't know that You know The the history of the hurricanes that well But (laughs) You would think that the engineers at NASA would build it to be hurricane rated.
0: Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. I mean, Pat, I literally said this on I think the Scrub episode like the uh the heartbreaking Scrub episode, I said we're not going to see this thing launch until later in the the or potentially 2020 uh 2023 which yeah is that would suck that was no but suck. i i honestly believe that from now like that's my next target indeed like somewhere after the new year because of all the fucking crazy shit mm. going on florida yeah. could get taken out for months bro it's supposed yeah. to be really bad yeah weather.
1: and you know uh we can't blame
0: nasa and boeing for this one this one this is just, no. it's just florida weather oh this is florida weather yeah. yeah all right so uh now so what's your scrub of the week Oh shit! All right, let's talk about my scrub of the week. So my scrub of the week is the David Bowie iconic spacesuit. I am going to scrub that ugly spacesuit right now. It's in the news because it's up for grabs at a random auction for like ninety two thousand dollars. And I'm thinking about I'm looking at this spacesuit and you know I'm like. This thing looks like shit. I mean, yeah, you know, it was in the Ashes to Ashes music video all over MTV back in the day. You know, it's a iconic video of this, uh, obviously, rest in peace um, to him. You know, one of the greatest musicians of all time. Some call him Under Pressure is a great remix that uh, he hopped on there. But um, yeah, I, I just I want to scrub this. I don't think that anybody should be paying $92,000 for that spacesuit. I mean, there's so many other spacesuits that you can put your money towards. That's the ugliest spacesuit I've ever seen in my entire life. Sorry, scrubbing that fair enough right is that if, fair or what that's
1: that that's fair let's leave david bowie's uh space nerd uh to the uh songwriting realm if you will uh because he wrote is there life on mars you know yeah. uh starman you know mm-hmm. those are those are a couple yeah. of, of just no iconic Dude, under yeah. pressure gets. I love the party under pressure too, because I, I, time. I, yeah, I love Queen, uh, and Queen with yeah. David Bowie. I mean, it, you, can't, it's, it's tough to beat that. Wait, but. so
0: is that when I was doing the research for this Queen and David Bowie mm-hmm. uh, parlayed that song? They're both in that mm-hmm. under pressure. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, that. it's, yeah,
1: it's David Bowie and, Fre- and Freddie Mercury oh, on dude. vocals, but yeah, the band is Queen.
0: All right, so, uh, Pat, what is your launch of the week now? What do you got? My launch of the
1: week is a new agreement between NASA and ESA on lunar uh operations so it is a non-binding so keep that you know take this with a grain of salt of course uh non-binding agreement but it basically outlines ESA's intention of um providing more to the artemis program that is currently outlined uh these are very going to be very vital uh things for for artemis so one of these things is called moonlight and it's, it's essentially a communications infrastructure for the moon so if we have all these astronauts all this uh, business and work going on on the moon we're going to need to be able to communicate with each other so there's research currently going on uh within this program called moonlight to establish those types of communications that's sick Uh, yeah so uh definitely uh you know something that it's not necessary for the first landing or probably even the second or third landing. But as we get further and further into the Artemis program, it's going to be necessary. So thinking
0: long-term, uh on that my launch of the week is the hilton brand i don't know if you've seen pat but they are now going to design the crew suites for the new space station so a collaboration between voyager space NanoRacks, and lockheed martin is going to turn to hilton to help design and develop suites for their crew staying on their space station called the star lab right so after the international space station uh one of the options uh for astronauts to live in low earth orbit will be the star lab and hilton hotels are like coming through and they're going to design the crew quarters which is so sick the uh CEO of Hilton said for decades, discoveries in space have been positively impacting life on earth. And now Hilton will have an opportunity to use this unique environment to improve the guest experience wherever people travel. I mean, that's fucking sick. We've spoken so many times about how the current space station looks like shit. There's no colors in there. This Mm -hmm. is going to solve that problem. I'm not really, uh, I don't say it too many Hiltons I'm more of a Marriott guy, mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> but yeah man, I'm down for Hilton to uh to start helping us out there. I mean they could they're probably gonna design some sick rooms. So I mean, yeah, that's my launch of the week. that's like a perfect one too like let's launch this fucking project now. Yeah. let's do it today. Yeah, I
1: was just listening to our good friend Robin at Supercluster and the supercluster podcast and they had a couple guys on talking about this very subject which I had not heard this partnership assigned, but makes sense, right as we yeah. move. Uh, more humans into orbit aesthetics are going to be more and more of a concern Um, shoot you look at the chinese uh orbiting space station right now and that looks way better than the international space station is on the inside uh now you you know we have to also not necessarily blame nasa and its international partners like it started from one module it grew to what it is today and it was piecemealed along the way and this is the first time we've ever really done this Mm -hmm. for 20 plus years so you know we we learned things along the way but but yeah, I love that there's an actual other brand getting
0: involved now, a hospitality yeah. brand, a hotel brand yeah. to provide its expertise as well. And think about this, like they designed sick ass hotel suites on Earth, but now they're going to have to reimagine it for like for zero G. Like, where does yeah. the bed go? Right. Like, where does yeah. the lamp go? It's going to be so cool. whatever they design. I promise you is going to be sick. Right. Like that, It's going to be sick. And um, yeah, man, so I'm going to launch that. That's my, uh, I'm really looking forward to that too. The uh, So be on the lookout for that. Hilton nice. to design crew suites for the new space station. So nice. there you have it. Another episode of Orbital Takes in the book. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and subscribing and all that. We love you guys. Pat, where can they find us online? You can find
1: us online on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok at Orbital Takes. And uh, please give us five stars on whatever podcast platform you listen to us to and leave a
0: review. That would really help us out at Astra, everybody at Astra guys. Thank you guys so much again. We'll see you next week. Peace out.